0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future
1: of Radio. Future of Radio. The future. of radio is here.
0: Funemploymentradio.com.
2: All right, here's a fun fact for you.
1: Oh my
0: god! This is
2: a fun fact. No, this is something that you I found s- out today. Okay. All right. Did you know that Pink Floyd's Time? Time's yeah. when where it's wasting away, blah blah blah. Yeah, for blah. The Dark Side of the Moon. It's a great yes. it's a great Did song. you know that song was actually originally written for the A Team television series? Not the movie, the television series. Shut up! No, if you analyze the lyrics, it totally makes sense.
1: Wait, so that's the basis for your theory? Is that you analyze the lyrics and you think it was made for the A Team TV show?
2: Taking away the moments that make up a dull day, fritter and waste the hours. hours in an offhand way. All about Murdoch, kicking there's around that.
1: on a piece of ground in your hometown. No, that's not what it's about. Oh,
2: it's there's so many. Oh,
1: you're going to enrage me.
2: All right, hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so Of course we broadcast live Five days a week Right here out of Portland, Oregon On the Fun Employment Radio Network To which you can subscribe oh my For goodness. only $6.99 a month The first week is free Free, Sarah, and here all of the other live programming right here on this network, and you guys are fantastic. Thank you. However you listen, Mm -hmm. Um, so we've got a ton of stuff to get to today.
1: I'm sorry, but I want to get back to what are you? What in God's name are you babbling about? Greg is very, he's
2: he's very overwhelming. This is one of those things where you just you come up with something like last second before we go on. So you
1: made this up pretty much.
2: Well, you start thinking about things, and things spiral. Sometimes everything just kind of connects for me. All right. Here's the deal. I can go through these lyrics and I can analyze them for you and tell you how they match up with the A-team. But this is part of a bigger thing that I'm thinking. All right, it's something that I think You know we the whole start-
1: album Dark Side of the Moon is a concept album. And mm. if one song was going to be about the A-team, then all of the songs would have to be about the A-team. No,
2: that's what that's what you would think, but it's clearly wrong. It's clearly oh wrong Kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown Waiting for someone or something, something To show, to you, the show you the way who's, gonna, who's that someone or something Well it's not just someone It's something It's two things at once It's people and it's a thing of its own It's the A-team Where you're kicking around your hometown While the uh, boss man's you know, keeping you down The A-team's there to show you the way
1: Okay then what about Tired of lying in the sunshine Staying home to watch the rain uh-huh. When you were young and life was long And there was time to kill today
2: yeah, that's, well, that's about, uh, clearly, B.A. Baracus. By the way, I'm
1: because, nailing the lyrics, aren't I?
2: Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, pretty much you did, you <laughs> No, know. I used to
1: listen to this album uh, over and over again, which, by the way, is not about the A-team.
2: B.A. Baracus, obviously, you know, had had a rough time going up. Okay, say the next lyrics. Say the next
1: lyrics. Uh, kicking around on a piece of town, or, uh, ground in your hometown, waiting for someone else. You Tired of lying in the sunshine, staying home to watch the rain when you were li- young and life was long and there was time to kill today. Okay, here we go. And then one day you find 10 years have got Slow behind you. Slow it down.
2: <laughs> then one day you find 10 years have got behind you.
1: No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun.
2: No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun because they were in jail, because they were wrongly imprisoned for a crime they did not commit. You
1: are so annoying.
2: No one told them when to run. No, they didn't hear the starting gun. No, they were doing their job. And then when it was People time are posting
1: pictures of juice in the chat, Greg, and asking if you've had some juice today.
2: I'm just saying. these are Did you have juice today,
1: Greg? Greg, have you been juicing?
2: I, I have not been juicing. I have not juiced today. Are it. you lying? No, I went for a, for a almost, well, about like a four and a half mile run. Maybe that did it. Maybe I'm just high on life, Sarah. I'm high on energy. I'm I telling you, I don't
1: believe that you didn't have right. juice. Okay. But here's the
2: thing. I've already occupied at least five minutes of your time with this, and I already posted this on Facebook, and I have a bunch of people um, posting, you know, that are probably trying to look this stuff up right now, trying to see if there's, that, like, you know, they're furious. Like, there's no way that could be true. But you know they're Googling it. Here's my concept. Here's my here's my thing. Here's my thing. My, my this idea. This is your
1: platform. This is your thing. Why in God's name would you start something like this? Like why Dang, what makes you me wake say. up in the morning and be like, you let know what explain. I'm gonna do is infuriate a lot of Pink Floyd fans <laughs> no. by saying that Pink Floyd songs are based on the television show The A Team?
2: Because it was just something random that I come up with, but I know people are getting worked up about it. So here's here's my idea for for a big social media revolution, a whole thing that everyone can engage in. Alright, so you have you have like on Facebook, you have Throwback Thursday. You know, yeah. everybody posts pictures of themselves from when they were a when kid. They were kids. Yeah, all of, all of that stuff. Okay, then you have uh, Friday. There's like Follow Friday, you know. And then there's Doug Benson's uh, Side boob Sunday, which I got to give him credit that that was pretty genius. That was, oh,
1: but come on, Lycus was the original.
2: Well, no, Lycus was uh,
1: Lycus had Flash Friday. Flash Friday. That's yeah. the original of all of like the naming the days.
2: Okay, fine.
1: I'm just saying Flash Friday was before Side boob Sunday. <laughs> I, I bet
2: there was something before Lycus did it. Yes, but regardless there's all of these things here's my idea here's my proposal okay nobody likes Mondays but what's better what so what better to do on a Monday than just kind of post ridiculous things online it's not Monday Sarah hashtag lie day where everybody posts one lie during the day that doesn't I Lie day. That doesn't even make any sense. No, it's fun because people aren't going to know what it is. You put like hashtag lie day, but, uh, well, I guess they then they will know what it is. I'm still kind of working out the details, but this is my idea. This is my big thing. Lie day.
1: Well, I mean, I okay. Wait, so you're just going to piss people off by making up well, some lie and you sticking don't have to, to it?
2: <laughs> they don't have to all be ones that will piss people off. But it'll just be things, you know, to get people like worked up, distracting from their day a little bit. Nobody likes a Monday. They'll be like, oh, I don't know. Wait a minute, what is this? I don't I don't understand what, what people are what people are posting here. Yeah, uh, Alex is saying Friday lie day. I know I thought about that. This is the this is the conundrum I'm in. Because yeah, Lie Day is better for a Monday.
1: What about instead of lie instead of uh, lie day, it could be like Pun Day.
2: No, no, absolutely not. Pun day. No. It's not gonna be Pun Day.
1: Like, in and of itself, it's even a Fifth pun.
2: day, no, I don't know. It's It's got to be, lie day has to be Monday. It's got to be a Monday.
1: It's being suggested that you might need to go take the idea back to the incubator for a little bit to let it grow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the problem is Friday, everything everything rhymes with it. But. Uh, Sue Man says, Greg is a
1: crackhead. Hashtag lie day. Oh, I like all <laughs> of this. lie about, day. Short people are slower than most other people. Hashtag lie day.
2: Right. But then, like, cite a fake scientific fact. Yeah, like studies have shown that I hear uh, curly-haired
1: guys from Monmouth Independence are uh, only have fifty percent of the brain capacity that normal human beings have. Yeah, but see, hashtag
2: could, lie day. Well, see, but you could make it even more broad, though, and just more more of a broad statement about something, and then just cite some like no source at all. There doesn't even have to be a source
1: uh, Norm from Texas is saying Did you know that Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone Is all about Michael Knight getting uh, <laughs> Getting Roadhead and Kit during season 2 <laughs> Perfect <laughs> See Norm has already got it Hashtag lie day Sasquatches are, w- are real Hashtag lie
2: day Hashtag lie day. See this is what I'm telling you This is catching on Problem is though We gotta make sure we get credit for it So uh, Yeah so
1: what is this? If you haven't had excessive juice Have you just had uh, Like not enough sleep what is the balance? There's something going on. <laughs> Why does there have to be something going on? Because you're fucking crazy today. That's what's going on.
2: Well, okay. Yes, I didn't get a lot of sleep. Yes, I spent all of yesterday looking at taxes because it's, we're getting our taxes done tomorrow, which is um, very exciting. The fact is, though, it,
1: <laughs> it's very daunting. It's very daunting.
2: <laughs> and, you know, we have HR Block as one of our fine sponsors. They're the ones that are going to be doing the majority of the work for the taxes. It's just. We have have all the business stuff, getting everything organized, and then I have my own personal taxes where I have like 18 million different sources of. I wish I had 18 million sources of income. But I have many different sources. Oh yeah, because when amounts. you do
1: like different acting gigs and stuff, that's all different like forms, isn't it?
2: All of them are different. Some of them oh. are like W9 style, some of them are contractors, some of them they take. I had the taxes one style. extra
1: form from Portlandia from doing that episode, and that was a pain in the ass. I can't even imagine how many you have.
2: I uh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot.
1: Greg looks like he's really looking forward to it, you guys. Hashtag Lie Day. Right. <laughs> See? <laughs> there we go.
2: Hashtag lieday. So that's exactly what it's doing. But H&R Block will be doing the majority of all that work, and I'm so thankful for that. Uh, mm-hmm. One of our fine sponsors, Uh going to be taking care of us on that one tomorrow. But uh, but yeah, okay, so you're talking about my physical uh, standing right now, my mental capacities. Well, yeah, so I didn't get much sleep. That was a stressful day yesterday. I still have a daunting day ahead.
1: Oh, no. I was there with um, you doing the taxes. Like, that right. was not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the fact that when we were actually doing taxes, we were putting on shitty movies in the background while we were, you know, going through one by one, like, blah, 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 This is for this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, it was a long day. But um, yes. got to see Wishmaster, which right. is like the greatest movie ever. Greg, how come you kept Wishmaster away from me? Uh, I... How did, come nobody is How come everyone's kept Wishmaster away from me I never knew this movie existed You know I existed. talked about
2: Wishmaster on this show For like a week straight When no. I watched it
1: oh, you, As you wish I don't listen to you
2: You clearly don't listen to me And I
1: was gonna say Hashtag lie day But that was the truth So
2: I talked about this show For a, a week at least On this <laughs> I would bring it up As you wish You seriously have No memory of that No Wow, And you wonder when, when you walk up to Sarah and you talk about, you know, oh, remember in 2005 when you were on the Rick Emerson show and you guys talked about this? She's not going to remember.
1: She's not going to remember. I, yeah, it's true. She, she won't remember. I don't really have the best memory. No, apparently, apparently No, all these people, like other people have like memories from when they were like kids and stuff. I don't really remember. Like I remember like bits and patches, but I just have a pretty terrible memory. Yeah. 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 Do you? Do you have like memories from when you were like super small? Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We'll find them. Yep. (laughs) Sumon's noting maybe we should put some distance between the sponsors and lie day. (laughs) Good point. But uh, that wasn't part of it. This is still me explaining it. And we were talking about my mental capacity at this moment. And that's because, um, well, because, yes, I I was doing the tax stuff. I did get up early. Went for for a run. I already went to digital (laughs) trends. Oh, my gosh twice today because something went wrong with the camera and uh so yeah i think i'm just i'm gonna go I'm get in kind of mood i'm going a creative mood you're in
1: an annoying kind of mood that's not
2: annoying no again like
1: hashtag truth day no it's like an opposite of lie day be truth day like if i'm saying something like truthful no you're confusing it <laughs> up too
2: much you're sullying my dream sarah this is hashtag lie day <laughs> hashtag lie day
1: okay <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you're up and go getting them and everything. Yeah, because you know what? Because we're running. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're running that thing in less than a week.
2: Oh, yeah. No, we're running uh, the Shamrock Run. That's part and of it. And we're
1: for week. sure running it. Like, that's what's happening.
2: <laughs> I, I think so. Roommate said he put us on the list for it, so...
1: It's just like being at the list for like a brand new like club, and you get there, and they're just like, no, 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 Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N? I mean, it's a good point.
2: I'm going to write him again just to make sure he's getting. I don't forward. want to be like
1: killing myself training for this shit. Well, I mean, I guess we already did because we've already done the majority of the training. But then, like, showing up there at seven o'clock in the morning, like, oh, hi, we're ready to run. So to explain <laughs>
2: this, there's the Shamrock Run, which is a um, a fun run, if you will, that happens here in Portland. I'm sure they have them all over the place, but this one's coming up this Sunday. Fun run. That's an oxymoron. Sarah and I are running the 15K. Reach running a 15K, but we're actually um, signed up through... I don't even know if he can say this publicly. Well, whatever. My roommate works for a shoe company. We're signed up through them. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's in, in, in that kind of a way. So basically, he has control of all that stuff. He said that we're signed up, though.
1: I know because I haven't. I've been received... going off the
2: premise that we're signed up.
1: No, I haven't received a single email or notification or when we're supposed to get our stuff. Or
2: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up to him.
1: That's probably a good thing. I to don't be... care. I'm
2: running a 15k <laughs> on Sunday. If we're not signed up for it, or not, I not I don't care. You're just um, gonna
1: run along with people. I will run. You're my not, my own that's 15K. illegal. You know that, right? Well,
2: then I'll run my own 15k. Okay. But damn it, I am running a 15k on Sunday. <laughs> I've put too much mental stress into this. Yeah. Thing. Probably not enough physical stress to be prepared for it, but too much. I am running it.
1: Yeah. I All right. Let's right. let's check and make sure. <laughs> All right, we'll find
2: out then. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll get back to that. One.
1: So, how was your weekend? I know that you worked uh, a bit this weekend. I worked a bit this weekend. I
2: did. I did work. Um, you know, besides the tax thing, I did work at my side job. One of one of my side jobs, which is, it was actually, it was pretty fun. It was for an event down at the museum. Um. Okay. I gotta say, actually, I, I did want to bring this up because mm-hmm. it was. I don't even know how to bring this up, just because it was an interesting experience, because I got to witness something that I've never really, I've never really been around. You know yeah. or how, how to explain this? So at the museum, like I work at the events, and they have some very huge, elaborate events. You know, in the ballrooms that you rent out. So it's actually not in the museum; it's a separate building. Um, it's a former Masons lodge, is what it was, but wow. in mean a gigantic four-story, entire city block Masons lodge. Yeah, that's what what it is in there. Wow, so that's ridiculous. They're elaborate extremely elaborate ballrooms. It's it's really pretty cool. But they have parties there, you know, or or functions or charity things or whatever it is you can run it out for all these things. But generally it's invol it involves, you know, some sort of a bar mm. and probably usually they're free drinks. And I I'm there for the entire time So I can watch people And see how they Get more and more drunk mm-hmm. and then, You know How uh, they loosen up A little bit Then they start dancing And
1: Oh yeah It's kind of like Being a bartender Where you get to see The beginning And get to see it, It's a fun game to play Like are you going to be A happy drunk Or a mean drunk
2: Well see like, For how me, for me it's this? better Than the bartender thing Because I'm not serving them Yeah I don't have to go through that I'm just standing there And you know Don't touch the art And don't bring your Mm-hmm. Glass on the stairs
1: Yeah Don't
0: you know. bring your
2: glass
1: On the marble staircase and,
2: and 99% of the people Are fine Unless their name is Jeff And they happen to be On radio before And then they happen to Show up <laughs> on the staircase And then they get mad at me When I tell them They can't bring their Glass on the stairs
0: <laughs> Side
2: note
1: <laughs> Not like so That's an, like an inside that joke happened. For
2: anyone else That's an inside thing For someone else Yes uh, Jeff was there mm-hmm. <laughs> Classy as always <laughs> Everybody else though Was actually very very cool For this event um, Except for this So it was produ- I mean not except for this But this is what I was trying to get to that was interesting to me. So it was predominantly uh, gay men at this event. Okay, that was going on and rich gay men. I'll say all that. All right. And so it was kind of funny just being like I'm basically I'm a fly on the wall for all these different events, which is why it is kind of interesting. Sometimes. That
1: is true because you get to kind of see these different like, like lifestyles di- and like parties that you would never get to go to. Exactly,
2: they're lifestyles and worlds and all kinds of different things that generally I would not uh, I would not see. Mm. And Um, and and this this though this in this one in particular, I have never actually seen been to a bar like this where rich gay men are hitting on each other and just how they interact with it. And I gotta say, I appreciate the way that they work. Yeah, because they just don't care. Yeah, you know. Whereas I spend all this time worrying about hitting on a woman, like even even, and they'll just they'll just fucking
1: go for it. Right? Yeah. I mean, they just walk right up, the around somebody. Maybe something be learned there, Greg. I think there might be lessons to be learned.
2: I don't know if there's lessons to be learned or not. Um, it's being asked. Did I get propositioned? Yeah, I got it on. Um, we're just we're just fine. Oh yeah, I got I got the got the shoulder rub.
1: Oh yeah, because you're because we've talked about this <laughs> before. You're an you're a cub, right?
2: I don't know. I don't know what exactly I would be. Because yeah,
1: the otters are like the little skinny boys without any like facial hair. You're you're, like kind, of, you're kind of hairy, so I think you're a, you're a cub.
2: Is that that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay, a cub. Like if right. you're
1: a cub, like Tuggy would be a bear.
2: Okay. All right.
1: And an otter would be like, I'm trying to think of an otter. An otter would be like uh, your roommate, David.
2: Oh, okay. Because he cause he's, doesn't have much facial hair. Yeah. And he's or, just kind of clean. skinny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that really works. <laughs> but anyway, I have to say, though, I, I appreciate their boldness on, on how, they, how they would do it. I mean, they like, just went for so it? They'd just be like standing around, you know, walking through the event. And yeah, they just walk right up. Boom. Put their arm around someone and get real close to them if it worked. Great then they'd both like you know they'd start chatting you could tell it was working if it didn't the one guy would be like eh, "I'm going to go get a drink" and just walk right out and on. that's it. And like and I have no choice in this matter. I'm in the event but I'm like peripheral. I'm mm. I'm not noticed. I'm like a I'm like background sure. to everyone there. So they don't care. You just kind of blend in. I kind of blend in. Mm. <laughs> I'm like oh okay you got the black shirt the black okay. So hey, how did
1: the count. guy hit on you?
2: Oh well he <laughs> he used he started up with the um uh, he's like, you look really familiar to me, and and did the did this whole line. But I I started to talk to him for a little bit. I was like, well, you know, I do some work in entertainment. I don't know if he actually really thought of me as familiar. <laughs> oh,
1: because uh, he started
2: fishing about. Maybe what I was he doing. could
1: tell me. Maybe he was a good read of character. And he's like, this guy. If I if I stroke his ego, maybe yeah. I could stroke something else a little
2: later. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is saying, was it Byron back? No, it wasn't Byron. Byron was there actually, though. Yeah, um, and he was cool. He's he's a part of all that stuff. Mm. Um no but Byron was cool but it was it was some it was a different guy and it was you know he was very nice about it he wasn't like it, I wasn't bothered by anything no, he was doing no it's flattering just like, if anything yeah it was flattering i just like oh you're really you're really trying to trying to dig there trying to fish it out of me here huh? and, uh, and then as the night went on he had a few more drinks and then he would see me and then walk up and when I would walk by he'd like do the whole hand on my shoulder thing and like rub my upper back while I'm walking by which let me just say guests normally don't do that yeah I don't care No, you don't really
1: like being touched
2: Well, no, I mean, I don't like being surprised Mm. That's more what it is I mean, I'm like, whatever Whatever I mean, if, there are certain things he could have done that would have made me quite uncomfortable. But if I'm just walking by and he touched my shoulder, yeah. I'm not going to make like a federal case out of it. You know, I'm like, eh, whatever. No, I'm just
1: surprised you didn't do your like... Because we were talking about that on Friday. We were doing the... Ah! Like when anyone ever touch, like, touches you and catches though. you off guard.
2: That's, that's when I'm caught off guard, But I'm standing by myself. And when I'm in a big crowded room with hundreds of people, mm. you expect to bump into people. Okay, so I'm gotcha. Not, I'm not as surprised by that. Gotcha. Uh, there were also the... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. I thought about this all night, how to describe this group to uh, an audience that's not in Portland or hasn't been around this before. So there's this group in town called the Sisterhood of Perpetual Indulgence. Is that yes. the name of it? Sisters, or sisters?
1: sisters of per- Perpetual Indulgence.
2: Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. So it's this this group in town. Honestly, I don't know exactly what they do, but they're at a lot of like charity events. And... They dress up, so they, they dress up. I guess kind of like nuns, but they to describe them. These gentlemen are very big. Mm. They're, they're as far as they're extremely tall. They're like all Scott Dally size, so, so they're all like six two and taller. And and just big dudes.
1: Well, I, have, I found their definition. If you did like. you
2: okay? Sisters so these guys Fer- these guys were just kind of part of the event. They were volunteering for Yes, yeah,
1: so the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence uh, are a charity, protest, and street performance organization that use drag and religious imagery to call attention to sexual intolerance and satirize issues of gender and morality. So this has been around since 1979. What? No shit. Mm-hmm. Really? A small group of gay men in San Francisco began wearing the attire of nuns in visible situations using high camp, which means you know a lot of makeup and like streams oh, yeah, uh, in their dress and such to draw attention to social conflicts and problems.
2: Okay, so they basically, they're dressed up like colorful nuns, like, uh, you know, they're like red and purple and all that stuff, but they have like the full like nun dress type of thing on, but they don't have the full face covering style. Uh, you know, head covering. No,
1: it's like head, like headdress almost. The, the they head have thing full is like on a big, makeup.
2: Yeah, the head thing is a big hat with like a veil thing on it. And then full makeup and lipstick on. Like full white like, white face makeup and weird, like, designs on it. And
1: it is a little bit... It's it's kind of odd. I'm putting a picture in. Okay, so putting that's a picture a, in the chat. Yes, yeah, so those are a couple of Portland. Okay, right and guys.
2: I would suggest, if you're not in Portland, just to look this up. I have can be honest, it's I have never seen... It's fascinating.
1: It's totally fascinating to me.
2: I, I have never seen anything like this, and I don't know if anything like this exists in other cities. Maybe it does. But look up um, Sisterhood of... Sisters. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. hmm and and look that up so you can see what I'm talking about. So those guys those guys were there, and they're they're quite a sight to behold. Oh yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not going to lie. You, you kind of wonder what you're getting what you're getting into. Um, but they're I mean they're nice guys. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I mean oh yeah they, they were great. volunteers there, so they were they were not uh, for the most part they weren't drinking or anything like that. They were just kind of hanging out, running some stuff in behind the scenes. They're nice. I, I don't get it. I really don't Mm -hmm. I I have no I just don't understand it But When I first
1: moved to Portland I had uh, friends Because I've never really met Any of them in person But I have friends Who are friends of of theirs You know And I would see like Pictures of them And I just I I fell down the rabbit hole For like five hours one day Just looking at pictures Of these bearded men With this ornate You know Intricate makeup on With these big headdresses And stuff It's just It kind of It blows your mind A little bit When you first see it Because you've never Seen anything like it Well and I think Part of it is that I'm
2: I'm not kidding I mean they're big dudes Oh yeah like they're 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 big guys,
1: big guys who are all also like in like heels, so that makes them like seven feet tall, right? A lot of them, and then their headdresses are like you know probably at, at least a foot high as well. Yeah, so just like I these, wouldn't be surprised. these huge hulking like beautifully painted creatures who are just like walking around, just kind of floating through everything.
2: Or they're giant guys in high heels and, and makeup. But I think I mean, they look beautiful. Whatever. I mean, I, I no problem with it. I'm just saying it's. It's an odd thing. Mm. And so apparently, okay, there's uh, other people in the chat are mentioning that they're in Seattle as well. So maybe this is something, maybe this is bigger and I'm just like just finding out about this. I'd, mm. I'd seen him in a couple events before. but Okay. Well, anyway, it's uh, more power to it. <gasps> you them. know what was funny though? I'm just though? saying it was an odd thing. I was curious if anybody else is.
1: When Greg actually said that he was working this weekend, he's like, there's some sort of, he's like, there's going to be some sort of like sisterhood kind of thing. And I was like, Greg, what if it's the sisters of perpetual... Um, Indulgence. He's like, no, that wouldn't be what it was. And then, sure as shit, he writes me and he's like, Sarah, it's the sisters' <laughs> professional indulgence. Right. I was like, this is the coolest that, thing ever. I mean, they,
2: that wasn't their event. That, yeah, but that they were there volunteering and such. Yeah, yeah, but mm. they were there volunteering. So anyway,
1: oh, that's awesome, it was interesting. I saw a different kind of painted man on Saturday. Oh yeah, I went to go see. The Blue Man Group.
2: Oh, yes. Which yes.
1: I had no idea what to expect. So very much, very big thanks to Ryan Sennett and his lovely wife, Michelle. Uh, he had an extra pair of tickets. And so Tuggy and I actually went and hung out with them and went to go see uh, the Blue Man Group last Saturday, which was incredible. I have
2: always wanted to see the Blue Man Group. So they, uh, they, I didn't even, I'll be honest, I didn't realize they had a touring thing. I mm. thought they were just in Vegas Me all the too. time. But they must have franchised it out so they've got...
1: Yeah, it was other groups. It was very. Yeah. I, I had no idea what to expect. I mean, everyone knows. You know, I'm an avid fan of Arrested Development, and I've seen the references of the Blue Man Group for pop culture throughout. You
2: know, you do know the Blue Man Group existed before Arrested Development. I know, but I'm what just going to let you know that it, uh, the Blue Man Group to to this. But is it not, kind okay, of brought it
1: out to other people who didn't know what the Blue Man Group was.
2: Here's something that you could do. Okay, the Blue Man Group was a spin-off from Arrested Development. Hashtag day See?
1: <gasps> okay, that's good. That's how it's... That's really good. Oh, yeah. look at you. You're kind of weaving a thread See? right there. That's how it works. You're weaving. You're weaving. Hashtag lie day. Um yeah so went to see them and I, I had no idea what to expect. I knew that there were like drums and they do like weird, you know Yeah, like, they do like
2: music, right? But they don't
1: talk. They don't say a word. Okay. And they just uh and they're all painted in like the super shiny blue. It's, it was almost like a lacquer or something. Like it's not paint, but it looks like a, like a plastic paint or so something. So
2: they're not actually leaving blue handprints all over the place? <laughs> they're not. Because I, I I did wonder about that because I mean much like in arrested development to bring it back when I just myself. Is, yeah, when Tobias is wearing all that blue. I always wondered, like, boy, that, you know, maybe you could do that for Halloween sometime, but you're going to get blue paint everywhere. Mm-hmm. I want to know what kind of paint they use.
1: Yeah, they use some sort of, it seems like some sort of bonding. Like, it, like, it, he- I don't know. It wasn't paint. It looked basically like they were painted on, like they had a plastic shell on them. Okay. That was blue. All right. But they start off where uh, they basically have these drums and they're painting, uh, like, they'll dump paint onto these drums and they're hitting and painting these drums that are all covered with paint with different colors and the paint's shooting up and they have canvases Let- and they make, like, paintings. Well, that
2: sounds like it'd make a mess.
1: Out? No. And it was weird. And then at one point, Greg, at one point, one of them caught a bunch of ping pong balls. Like, they kept just throwing ping pong balls at this guy and it kept catching them in his mouth. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and he caught, like, 50 ping pong balls in his mouth. And then, they, like, he pulled them out and it all became, like, some weird, like, sculpture thing. It was really what? bizarre. And then at one he, point... What, did he chew them up or something? No, he just, like, they just kept going into his mouth. That's what... That's what she said, and they just kept going in there, and like more, he was just, just catching more just, and more balls, just
2: ping pong ball after ping pong ball, yeah, shoving right no, in. No, I you.
1: don't even know how it, like it was possibly making like room enough in his right. mouth for all those ping pong just balls. A man
2: with chipmunk cheeks full of balls. He
1: just had so many ping pong balls, and I was like making sure, I'm, like maybe he's taking them out of his mouth, but no, because Ryan was nice enough to let me look through his binoculars, and I was looking, and sure enough, those ping pong balls were going into his mouth. He was still stuffing more balls. He in was there. stuffing. There's so many. Like just when you think he couldn't take it, like more, right. Then he would catch like more. It was weird. And he caught all of them too. I mean, I know this is their job. Right. But you know, you're kind of watching it and anticipating them, you know, dropping something, like dropping the ball, if you will. Uh, Yeah, I
2: see see
1: what you did there. But But anyway, there were lots of fun. You know, like there was all kinds of imagery, like trickery, and just really fun. I think one of my favorite parts was at the end they brought out these giant. Why do I keep saying balls? But it's true. They had these giant glowing balls. And they were probably like, I don't know, probably like eight feet uh, in eight feet in circumference yeah they were like these big mushy so they were taller than them yeah they were pretty big okay maybe like six feet but they were huge balls and there were like seven of them okay and they push them out you know they're all on stage and moving around then they push them out onto the audience and all of the balls start changing colors and so it was like they're doing weird shit on stage they're all these multicolored balls that are changing colors like along with the music floating on the audience it was surreal it was very cool Hmm. It was it it kind of kind of boggled my brain a little bit.
2: How long is the show?
1: It was about an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. wasn't yeah. too bad. I would, like
2: I mean, I would love to go see see Blue Man. Yeah,
1: or, it was. You know. If you get an opportunity, I'd say do it. I was thinking about like if my parents and like it. Probably is too like modern art for uh, at least like for my parents. I don't think that they would really okay like it as much.
2: So how does the show even start? I'm just curious. With the, I mean, since they're not saying anything, does it start off with music, like drums? Yeah, or? it starts
1: off with drums. And, like, they start to, like, you just hear the music, and then it's just all these lights, and then they kind of all appear one by one. It's How many of them are there? There are three.
2: Three of them, okay.
1: It's three of them. All right. Yeah. It was it was very, very neat. Weird. So if you ever get a chance to see them, I'm just saying. Are I mean, they wearing clothes? Yes. Okay. So they're wearing, like, black outfits. Okay. And they have their shiny blue faces.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. And they just stare at the crowd with, like, Mm-hmm. Like, like saucer eyes or mm-hmm. something? Okay.
1: And then they all go and do their thing. I mean, they all have their part. They do the What's robot? funny is that they, they all will walk around too. Like, they'll start walking through the audience, and it's kind of creepy. Did when you, you touch him? them? No, because you're we up on the balcony. They went to the lower. Did other people touch them? Yeah.
2: I would want to touch them to see what the makeup is.
1: You just want to poke them in the face? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. Tony just uh, put a picture in the chat. That's exactly what it looked is like. Is that fire? Nope, it's paint. Oh, okay. So and so they would take the canvases up. and hit it. And then boop, 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 boop. Well, like
2: I said, that looks like a mess. Mm-hmm. But okay. Yeah.
1: So that's what I did. So we both got to see um, beautiful painted men on on oh, Saturday night. I,
2: I, su- I suppose so. <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Yes, it that's is. One way. One way you can see that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, that does sound cool. Well, yeah. um, since we you did talk a lot about balls, Sarah, should we do a little bit of ball talk?
1: Are you getting mad because I'm taking all the ball talk away from you? Um, no, no. Is that I'm, what's happening? I'm really you need not. to take it back. That's
2: really not. <laughs> Alright. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Alright. It's a potpourri of balls. A smattering. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Thank you you to everyone who has been donating. Or you could go with that. You could go. With this. Thank you to everyone who's oh, been Oh, yeah, donating.
1: we've already set up a separate computer fund for Greg, so we're putting that aside and we're going to get him one sooner than later cuz he might or might not be having technical difficulties right now.
2: First up in ball talk. We've got this. So this is a new game possibly coming to a bar near you.
1: Ooh, is it like cornhole?
2: Um no, it's not cornhole. This is this one is generally played indoors. But here's how it works. So they had uh, they had one of these events in Burlington, Vermont, recently, and it's called, in general, gold sprints. Gold sprints. Gold sprints. Like
1: sprint, like
2: sprinting. Well, here's what it is. So okay. they uh, essentially, you they, they have a setup for this. And They'll bring it into a bar, and or or the bar will already have it set up. What they do is take two stationary bikes. So you have the two kind of, you know, the metal frames where the front wheel's off and it's just attached. Yeah, You know what I'm talking about, where, like, bikes are training.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, they'll, they'll take two of these, and they'll set them up, and they'll have a video screen that is behind the two bikes. So two people will get on the bikes, start pedaling as fast as they can. There will be, like, a start to it. Okay. And it's a race. It's a 250-meter race. And in the background You can see how fast Each one is going You can see what their time is The two people on the bikes Don't know how fast They're going And don't know What their time is They just pedal As fast as they can So you usually, have no
1: screen In front of you If you're no, pedaling It's just behind you It's usually
2: you. about 15-20 seconds And then at the end They can turn around And the whole audience Already knows Who won it and that's about it. So that's it. You each take turns doing
1: this. That sounds like fun. However, I know how sweaty I get when I bike ride, and I wouldn't want to do that in a bar in front of a bunch of other people. Well,
2: and that's why it's only two hundred and fifty meters. So it is. It is about uh, fifteen seconds. Um, they do have, I guess they do set up trash cans near it because of the fact that people are drinking a lot and then getting on a bike and like pedaling as fast as they can for fifteen seconds. People do end up throwing up and then a little vomiting. bit. Yes, <laughs> but it's called gold sprints. And it is, is—it's. Uh, I guess it started in Europe, but now it's starting to spread to bars all over the place. Hmm.
1: I wonder if anywhere in Oregon has that, or Portland.
2: Well, in this article, it says to most major U.S. cities. I don't know if um, Portland falls into that. I think this is written on the East Coast, so okay. probably their major cities end after.
1: Well, clearly we all just live in barns out right, there.
2: Right, right. Yeah. Any major city past Chicago, well, that's not a major city. It doesn't mm. count. So. But anyway, it is saying that it's, that it's spreading across the United States. I would probably do it once, but yeah, then you get too sweaty. (laughs) Too sweaty. All right, moving on to ball talk. Potpourri of balls, smattering of balls. Got this. The Cleveland Cavaliers of the National Basketball Association are dreaming big. And apparently they have a plan in place for for the 2015 season, which is when LeBron James will be a free agent. Kevin Love will be a free agent. And mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge... Oh, God, are they trying to go for LeBron James again? LaMarcus Aldridge could be a free agent. And I guess Cleveland has a whole plan together to try to lure LeBron James back to Cleveland. Now, of course, he famously left Cleveland several years ago when he went to Miami to go win two championships so far. And has done quite well there. Cleveland was all mad at the time, but you knew mm-hmm. they were going to get over it. Like an abused lover. Like, they're going to oh, be yeah. like, oh, well... He's changed though. Now maybe he wants us back again.
1: Maybe this time around. Maybe, maybe we just didn't get enough billboards. We didn't last try time. hard enough last time. It was our fault. He left.
2: So they're going to try to lure him back. But I guess their plan includes luring Kevin Love and LaMarcus Aldridge also to Cleveland to pair up, to team up with LeBron James. Hmm. So they're making hmm, a hmm. they're making pushes. With both the Blazers and the Timberwolves to try to pry away LaMarcus and Kevin Love.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's going to go just like it's, splendidly for them. It's not going to happen.
2: <laughs> it's not going to happen. Now that those guys are going to go to Cleveland.
1: But there we go. Moving on in ball talk.
2: Let's see. We'll we'll skip over to this one. Um, attention, everybody on Facebook, which I've seen this posted a few times by some of my extreme soccer friend friends, mm-hmm. who posted a poll by ESPN which claimed that Major League Soccer, according to the ESPN Sports Poll annual report, is now equal to Major League Baseball in popularity with kids. So saying that Major League Soccer has caught up a whole bunch of ground and is now on par with Major League Baseball when it comes to kids as far as popularity. Huh. Still leaves them both you know, on the lower spectrum of the major sports, probably a little above NHL, and, but far below NFL and NBA. But still, that's a huge thing if that's true. Yeah. But there's the deal. Is it true? They don't actually cite where they take any of these any of these statistics from. So the firm that runs the ESPN Sports Poll is under a licensing arrangement. Uh, it's called Lucre on Trends. And it shows that 18% of children from the ages of 12 to 17 are, quote, avid fans of MLS, as opposed to 18.04% who are avid fans of Major League Baseball. It's basically saying they're the same.
1: Hmm. Well... And they're just saying, is that, are they having their own lie day?
2: I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Pick in the chat is, uh, he's uh, he's saying that it's football, Greg. Damn it. No, I'm talking about um, soccer. They do play football in Europe. What do they play? Football. 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 Over in uh, Europe and I believe South America. But this is, um, well, this is the United States where we play soccer. So uh, 12, they're saying that basically it's, it's averaging out. But what's going on with this is they don't really have any way to cite where those po- where that information <laughs> actually comes from.
1: Greg, did you know that our podcast is more popular than Adam Carolla's? It is really. Mm-hmm. can't tell you where I found that out, but I can just tell you it's true.
2: Oh well, awesome! Yeah, fantastic! Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, no hashtag Glad uh, <laughs> Day. Uh, so that's uh, that is what they're saying. But as as this uh, investigation has gone on, there is no actual way for them to cite how they got these statistics, and so nobody's actually believing it.
1: Moving on to ball talk.
2: Oh, there's some people disputing disputing my knowledge in the in the chat.
1: Oh, why would anyone ever do that? Clearly, never wrong. Moving on to ball talk.
2: Potpourri smattering of balls. Sarah. Yes I know uh, well both of us Have started to use Twitter more Yours At and Mine at Nibbler. Of course follow At Radio on Twitter But I'm wondering If this is something We should be investing Our money in Because We have an opportunity That could be presented To us Okay In which we could have Our tw- Twitter handle One of them Followed by none other Than Shaquille O'Neal For only $1,000 So Here's the deal Shaquille O'Neal, back when he was in the back in the early '90s, was kind of a sensation because he was crossing. He was not just in basketball, but he started. That's when he started trying to be an actor and a rapper under the name Shaq Fu, <laughs> Fu Schnickens, Shaq Diesel. Well, there was also a video game that came out around that time in 1994, a 16-bit video game called Shaq Fu, which it was bad. It was a bad game where basically you played as Shaquille O'Neal as Shaq Fu and you did uh, you Kung Fu fought all the enemies that came towards you well Shaquille is teaming up with gaming studio Big D's Productions Big D's isn't that Scott's rap name Uh, no he was Mick D oh okay and has launched a campaign on Indiegogo because clearly Shaquille O'Neal doesn't have any money to create a sequel to Shaq Fu A sequel to Shaq Fu. A video game sequel. Why not? Exactly. Um, The developers have promised extra game modes like co-op and say it will have a destructive environment. There's a trailer that's out. He will beat up waves of enemies using all types of kung fu movies or kung fu moves. And (laughs) there's various different things that he's doing to try to get you. To uh, chip in on this. I just hate the fact that he's even trying to get people to chip in. It's like, dude, you're Shaquille. I know. Stop. You have so much money. Mm -hmm. He's not one of those idiots that wasted away his money. He's got, I bet he's got.
1: And he's still working. Like, he still works every day.
2: I I bet he's got hundreds of millions in the bank. Even though, well, he's had some bad divorces. Maybe that took away some of it. Might have lost some there. He's still doing okay. But But he wants your money to fund his. Ego project.
1: His says, Tu kung fu voodoo." <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, some of the different things, if you chip in, and uh, are these, you can put in um, five hundred. If you put in five hundred dollars towards the campaign, he will follow you on Instagram, and then quote like and comment on your beautiful pictures. You know, he won't do that. He'll follow you, maybe. Some his
1: assistant will like
2: some yeah. of your shit. Or if you fund $1,000, Shaq will follow you on Twitter and give you a shout-out to his 7 million adoring fans, is what he is saying he will do. Um, now, if you want to put out more, want to throw down a little extra money to, to poor Shaquille O'Neal, he's trying to fund his project. Mm-hmm. If you can throw down fifteen grand, you get to get in on a game of basketball with Shaq on his personal court for $15,000, Sarah. Wow. Can you start up a Kickstarter fund to pay for somebody else's Indiegogo account? Oh,
1: boy, can I.
2: Other perks include for $750, you could get Shaq to do a 20-second personalized clip from his YouTube channel. See, it seems like that would be, I don't know what would be worth more. I guess you're paying $750 to to get him to do a 20-second spot about you. Mm. Versus $1,000 where he just follows you and tweets it out and then probably unfollows you. Well, there's various other options that you can do, so you can That go does
1: seem odd. Like, why would he be... I don't know. He has so much money. Like, why would he be shilling like that? That's just... Why bother? Is him, it for attention? He can get or? people to
2: pay for it. I mean, I guess, you know, just like anybody else. If people are dumb enough to hand him over money for this thing, then more power to him, I suppose. So there are some of your different options to help fund Shaq Fu. And finally in Ball Talk, we've got this. Now... I've talked a lot, about, uh, a lot about professional athletes who fancy themselves to be musicians. And there's a, especially a plethora of examples. Oh, were we just talking the, about one? From the National Basketball Association. Yeah. Yes, indeed, we were.
1: Oh, God, Shaq is this a Diesel. new one?
2: Well, this isn't that. This is actually something else entirely. Well, kind of. So, Kevin Durant. KD. From the Oklahoma City Thunder Fancies himself to be a rapper
1: I thought he was just an actor
2: Oh no He's a rapper as well
1: Sarah Oh,
2: oh He's a rapper But he's been so, so on top of his game Apparently He's got a dis A dis video out A dis rap From a man by the name of Lil B So Lil B And Kevin Durant Have apparently This is according to the article Have been involved in a long standing beef That has involved a basketball game challenge. Lil B has challenged Kevin Durant to a game of basketball, which is stupid. Oh, a game of 21. Still stupid. And uh, Kevin Durant has not responded to this call. So much so that Lil B has put out this, sir. I'm going to play just a little bit of it. There's a song by Lil B called Fuck KD. What? He's pretty clear
0: about it. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you something, man. Man, Kevin Durant, man, I'm trying to see you on that court ASAP, man You say you gon' play me in the game, man I ain't never seen you play a game Fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck, <laughs> Kevin Durant Fuck Kevin Durant Fuck Kevin Durant Fuck Kevin Durant Bitch, I'm Lil B some little B, who life mix cuz he don't know that it's me still on the court and I'm still on the court Ban me from the game cuz you niggas on my dick I'm a short nigga with a tall ass bitch my layup I dunk on the bitch shout out to the w
2: I believe you just rhyme bit with bit I I I caught that
0: who life mix tape I'ma try it out I'ma try out trying to make a rap fuck all you haters I'ma hop them out 3 point on the bitch like durk and whiskey up in the club like durk and whiskey there
2: was no rhyme in there, actually. Like Dirk Nowitzki in the club, and
1: he was calling him Dirk Nowinski. Well, oh, did he?
0: Yeah. Oh. So
1: is this guy a, a, a rapper by trade? This is what he does.
0: Uh, apparently.
1: How can he have that terrible of a voice and be like a a professional rapper? Well, even even less his voice.
2: Nothing rhymed in that entire thing. Not not one thing rhymed. I don't think.
1: Um, no, Greg, don't you forget, bitch and bitch. Oh, he did rhyme, bitch. Yeah.
2: With, with bitch. So.
1: Oh my gosh. So
2: that's the newest hit by Lil B, called "Fuck KD." I guess that part kind of rhymes. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
1: That's amazing, by the way. And it's called Fuck KD, but the chorus is all just Fuck Kevin Durant over and over again. Uh,
2: yeah, well, it is it's it is called...
1: He uses his full name.
2: You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. I believe they're actually... it In parentheses, so it's little B, Fuck KD, then in parentheses, in case you're confused. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant Dis. Oh. Is, that's what it's called. So
1: I had to be sure, right, yes. just to make sure. Yes. <laughs> he asking where Keelan's at. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, yep. It's also been suggested you should have totally used your jammin' voice for that story. (laughs) Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hey, Greg, I guess that's why they call them fortune cookies. (laughs) Yeah, I'm laughing, but you don't even know what I'm talking about yet. All right, a New York City woman has won the $2 million Powerball prize with numbers that she found not because of her birthday. Like, she didn't pick her birthday or like, her husband's birthday. No, she got five numbers inside of a fortune cookie at a Chinese restaurant in New York, decided to play those numbers and won $2 million in Powerball.
2: So that's happened once in about nine trillion times mm. that this is worked.
1: Well, Emma Duval, 75 years young, of Bronx, matched uh, all five numbers from her fortune cookie in the February 1st drawing she says about it I was surprised But pleased oh, She seems like a crazy lady I'm surprised But pleased uh, uh, What she's going to do With the money She said I took some time Contemplating what I'll do with it I plan to invest Most of it And maybe take a trip To Switzerland To visit my family Wait and how old is she? 75 Where does she live? In the Bronx Okay Yeah
2: Alright
1: Two million dollars Yeah These are like my fantasy stories That's why when it's like Oh I just decided to play My fortune cookie numbers Yeah Got two million dollars Yeah that'd be neat wouldn't that be neat? Well, Greg, if you had won $2 million, I know one of the things that you would have bought. However, you can't anymore because it has been sold. And I'm talking about Pee Wee Herman's bike from oh. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, of course, we talked last week about how it was on sale on eBay.
2: The only thing that would be amazing with this is if a man named Francis ended up buying the bike.
1: It doesn't even say what the name is, but that
2: would be Please funny. Please tell me it's somebody named Francis.
1: <laughs> well, the shiny red and white bicycle used by Pee-wee Herman in Pee-wee's Big Adventure sold, so the person who bought it initially sold uh, bought the bike for $10,000. It was sold at auction on eBay for $36,600. 36000 And also, I don't know if you recall, but the bike isn't even put together. Assembly required. So it's the parts of the bike from Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
2: Was the person that bought it a listener of Fun Employment Radio and they planned to donate it to us? Mm-hmm.
1: This? Oh, yeah, you wish. <laughs> well, it's not happening. Uh, yeah, so it's also more than three times what the $10,000 the seller paid for it back in 2010. Uh, the seller says the listing, uh, he needed to ditch it because he said his family is getting larger. I don't know why a piece-together bicycle was like... oh maybe it's because he needed the money for his larger family instead of the room. So, of course, the downside is the bike doesn't look exactly like it did in the film because it's in pieces. So there's some assembly required. That is a lot of money to pay for something for you have to put together yourself. <sighs>
2: It's pretty amazing, though. That'll cost you extra bucks, ton. Oh, my God. I love that story.
1: To Niceville, Florida we go. Niceville. Oh, really? Where are they hosing him down? Niceville... Didn't exactly live up to its name During an incident this past weekend That allegedly involved a Florida man Hitting his brother in the face with a shovel And then attacking him with a garbage can well, In the trailer park in which they live It's
2: not nice at all
1: Yes, a deputy was called to the trailer park After a neighbor reported that two men Had been drinking and yelling at each other all day When the police arrived Officer reported uh, reportedly saw 49-year-old Thomas Miller Attempting to hit his brother Swinging a garbage can over his head And trying to hit him with it The brother was trying to fight back With a tiny pocket knife Uh, Both brothers appeared highly intoxicated No Inside of the trailer park shovel pocket knife ...garbage can fight. Uh, The officer says, "...upon arriving on scene, I saw the defendant, Thomas Mueller, and his uh, brother outside of the trailer. The defendant was swinging a garbage can at his brother over his head, and his brother had a pocket knife at his head and was making poking (laughs) actions toward him. I immediately gave verbal commands to both of the brothers, and they dropped their weapons. Now the brother, um, Tom Mueller's brother, was bleeding from his forehead because apparently he had been struck in the head with a shovel earlier." When the deputy located the shovel, it did, in fact, have blood on it. Uh, According to reports, the men began arguing after the brother told Thomas that, quote, none of the family members loved or cared about Tom anymore, (laughs) (laughs) which is just mean. (laughs) Nobody loves or cares about you. Nobody loves you. (laughs) They all just love me. Uh, Well, Mueller has been charged with aggravated battery using a deadly weapon and is due in court later this week.
2: What if he was right, though? I mean, what if that really wasn't?
1: Well, maybe it's not his it's place to truth. say. I know. Well, it could be true. Yeah, but what if nobody loves him or cares about <laughs> him anymore, It's being asked he... if this is a Florida Mad Lib. It totally is. <laughs> 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 like, this shit, you just can't make... Like You can't even bother trying to make stuff up from Florida because no. it's just... It's it, It's too good. It's too good. Yeah,
2: it's being noted that this uh, could be a trailer Park Boys episode. Mm-hmm. That would work. Did you know... Okay, actually, I'm going to double-check this because... From what I heard, it does appear to be true, Netflix is bringing back Trailer Park Boys. Really? Yes.
1: Well, if anyone can do it, Netflix can. Yep. I mean, they're the ones that are resurrecting The Killing for six episodes, which I am so damn excited about.
2: Yep, I believe it's two new seasons on Netflix that are going to happen of the Trailer Park Boys. That's awesome. That's That's my only note on that.
1: Okay, there you go. Uh, I do have another adorable story, uh, and it was, involves a dog from Australia. Let me just say that, I, of course, I would not give an animal story in case the animal turned out fine. So I will just say for the record, the animal turned out fine.
2: Okay, but you have to do an Australian accent, Charlie. Charlie. Australian.
1: Charlie. I don't get that why. Oh, is that is the worm Australian? Do you think the worm from Labyrinth? I don't know. Charlie, a Maltese tower from Australia was saved from a certain death this weekend by veterinarians who fed him copious amounts of alcohol. Now, Steph from the Animal Incident and Emergency in Melbourne wrote in the facility's blog that Charlie came in with a a case of ethylene glycol poisoning, which is a product commonly found in radiator and break fluids. Tastes sweet, which is why some animals uh, decide to ingest it. However, it is quite deadly for the animal. In Australia, the only antidote that they have for that is alcohol. Alcohol alters the chemical reaction and stops the kidney failure from occurring. The puppy was then treated as such. Charlie! Now I'm, like, turning into an old-timey, like, radio announcer. Kind of. But I, need to, I need to get back to Australia. Get back to Australia. Get back to I'm thinking of um Hey, look about
2: Hey, uh, a knife. Welcome to Whoop Whoop. All right. Now thinking about uh, Charlie, cro- Charlie Don Dundee. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, Charlie the dog had a two place through his nose to his stomach over about 48 hours Charlie was giving successful doses of vodka, the easiest form of alcohol to consume. In fact, for a whole weekend Charlie the dog had a huge party with everyone in the pet ICU. His owner, Jacinta Wozron Rosewan, said, "Yes, Charlie my dog was definitely drunk." He was stumbling around, I'd go to pet him, and he'd push me away like a normal drunk person. He was vomiting a little and whining like a little drunk man. Charlie is now back in good health and totally sober. I didn't know that that could actually save dogs' lives, like I alcohol don't, could. I don't know, it is being noted
2: by multiple people, and I have to agree. I mean, that does seem to be Australia's answer to everything. It is. Like, that's okay. Hey, care. Hey, get a little vodka in, yeah?
1: Well, actually, right, yeah. actually, Greg, Charlie isn't the only dog saved by booze. In January in the States, yeah? An American Staffordshire named Claire received the same treatment after lapping up some antifreeze. Let's hope that none of them get drinking problems after that, Hey, buddy? Alright, will you turn me back up now, please? Thank you. Will
2: you stop yelling at us?
1: <laughs> I don't know how to do an Australian accent. I was trying. Alright, and finally this, I just have a little bit of audio since you, graced, uh, you know, you gave us a little audio. I wanted to share someone with you. So, we all know you just assume. I, I I would say, I didn't know this for certain, but I'd always assumed it, that Justin Bieber is probably a little tiny asshole, right? I I
2: think that's a pretty safe
1: assumption. That's a pretty safe assumption. Well, I'd never know, because you know, sometimes it's like, oh, is the media painting a picture of somebody to make them worse than they are? I just wanted to play a little bit of this audio, because it really made me laugh. And what happened is, this is from March 6, 2014, where Justin Bieber is required to give a deposition video of uh, under uh, allegations that he's his pop or his bodyguards have been beating up paparazzi who are trying to like take right. pictures of him. Yeah. So his lawyer or the lawyer I think um I think the lawyer opposed to him has a videotape and they taped the deposition between Justin Bieber and this lawyer who's trying to get some information about him. So I just wanted to just play a little bit of this just so you can hear just honestly this has been unedited well except for like you know cut and pasted like this is him talking during his deposition about how amazing he thinks he is do you want to hear a little bit of it yes i do all right i guess remember earlier
0: today when i asked you no why don't you listen to what i have to say first and then maybe you'll tell me this you. I don't have to listen to anything you have to say
2: are my questions. Today If you have a question about my question today is I, You not have the you right to, to be clear over. for you To be able to be Mr. clear Do you remember being in Australia ever? I don't know if I've been to
0: Australia i Have been to Australia?
1: What the fuck? And he's sitting there with you a smug little bar? face
2: knows That your bodyguards have attacked photographers What Rejection to form? What kind of question is that? That doesn't make sense doesn't, doesn't make you? sense That's a weird question doesn't make sense Can you just
0: ask some foundation?
2: I, I, I didn't hear you respond to So I, basically
1: We'll post this on our, on our website So basically What he does the entire time It just gets It goes from uncomfortable To absolutely worse Where he's basically Being disrespectful to everybody In the entire room Rolling his eyes He falls asleep at one point
2: Really? Mm hmm. He falls asleep during his deposition.
1: Oh, yeah, and then he's acting like a little snot. Like, actually, the um, the website I got it from was saying, like, uh, the headline is Justin Bieber's deposition video proves he's the funniest, uh, he's the world's funniest asshole. I don't, I wouldn't call him funny. No, it's not funny. No. Well, and then they, and then they correct it in saying uh, the award for tiniest, most, most insolent asshole. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So, we'll post the whole thing. It is. Incredible at how entitled this guy is. At one point, he actually says, "Because uh, Usher, of course, was the one that uh, ex- who was the one who found him on YouTube and got yeah. him his start." Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, he's asked if he knows who Usher is. He's like, "Oh yeah, I think I, I think I might know that name." And then he doesn't really quite know what he's saying, kind of like you with Doctor Science when you say that you're expunging knowledge from people. Yeah, uh, he does say, uh, when asked about how he was found, he actually says, and I quote, "I was found on YouTube." I don't think, uh, so someone asked us if Usher was instrumental to his career and launching his career, and he says, I think I was detrimental to my own career instead of instrumental.
2: Does he, do you think he understands he that? He does not.
1: Just like you don't understand Dr. Science, I don't think that he understands.
2: Dr. Science does not understand yes. that. That's
1: not great. Oh, okay. Completely different. And we'll post the rest of that video on the internet, and that my friends is your world of crazy. fantastic Now Justin Bieber
2: <laughs> he is the world class uh, shit apple
1: oh yeah Yes. he's the king of the shit apples yes
2: I wonder if he I, I don't I don't know that guy just makes me I'm, I'm just curious about that to see if, if that is actually how he is in real life or if he's just doing it as a...
1: No, I'm stunt. pretty sure that is. I think he's too young to be able to be clever enough to trick an entire world. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think way. usually it's the most simple uh, answer to the questions. Mm-hmm. For the most... Like, 99% of the time it is. It's like, is he an asshole? Probably.
2: Probably yeah. is. Probably is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I'm realizing what time it is, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's about time that we... Uh, I think we've done done some work for today. Done the Lord's work Because I have to do A little bit more work Because we have our Fantastic new photos That I'm going to be Uploading to my website Yes Gregnibbler.com And there's also SarahXDillon.com And of course those Are brought to us By Squarespace Mm -hmm. Our awesome sponsor And if you are out there If you have not signed up for your Squarespace account, please go there and do that now. Um, they are the ultimate in web design. They they did all the hard work for you. They have millions of different options. You know, you can basically go there, drag and drop everything that you want. No, I'm
1: actually going to gonna be creating website. a separate page because my main page, of course, is for my dog paintings. But my second one is going to be all of our new fancy photos that we had. Yep. Got.
2: Yep. Because we to be putting. Why not? Those up I don't
1: there. get fancy pictures all the time. <laughs> no, no.
2: And we, we had some fancy pictures taken by uh, D Leonidas Photography, and then those will be going on there. So one of them is going to be my new headshot. I'm deciding right now which one. It's gonna be, and which one to go with. So, mm. trying to debate via that, but I'll be putting them all up there to make me look, make me look fancy, <laughs> to make you look cool. Yeah, and that's uh, thanks to Squarespace. So, go to squarespace.com/funemployment, and then you can sign up for an account and use the code funemployment, and you get ten percent off too. Nice. And you can sign up for the free trial, but ten percent off—it's already very, uh, very inexpensive. It's so worth it. You need a website. Um, also, if you are in the Portland area. Because they're based out of New York, but they're moving a. They're starting up a major customer service office that's going to open this spring here in Portland. Mm-hmm. And they're, they are as need, all
1: cool things do. They have to you have to do something in Portland exactly,
2: as well. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so they've got some job listings up right now where you can go to squarespace.com slash about slash careers and you can apply. You can apply to uh, to get a job there. I mean, they're a fantastic company. Apply there, hey. Let them know you heard about them from Fun, mm-hmm. Fun, Fun Employment Radio. Seriously, when you apply for it, yeah. drop drop the name on there.
1: You okay. could, yeah, totally name drop us. Yeah, name drop it.
2: us. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And seriously, they're a fantastic company. So, squarespace.com slash about slash careers. Use the code Employment when you
1: check out. For awesome. Fund-off.
2: All right. Um, coming up later today. Yeah, there was no Aaron Duran today because his... His Ma- mother is in town His madre is in town Yes Where he's hanging out with her
1: Wait and can you so- I forgot you can't roll your R's Can you
2: I can roll my R's It depends on what the situation madre. is Well you don't roll your R in madre
1: Yes you do Madre no, you
2: mm-hmm. Madre Yeah but you don't roll your R's <laughs> It's not a roll your R okay. It's not a double R
1: um, Whose mom's a Spanish teacher
2: yeah, because that, does, to that me. does not make you. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what you're talking about. All right,
1: about. but there will be a brand new Accidental Housewives this evening.
2: Yes, Accidental Housewives will be coming up at their usual time at about 7 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic and amazing. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Tuck
0: up.